How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last crunch berry. No. No one steals my crunch berries. I think you mean my crunch berries. Choose your own crunch venture with Captain Crunch. This morning on the third hour of today, an inspiring young athlete showing the world what's possible through perseverance. I never say I can't do it. I say, how can we figure this out? Then we'll meet a sisterhood of students bonding over a love of science and a brotherhood of men finding peace by lacing up their hiking boots. Plus, it's food for thought. One couple's kitchen experiment that's becoming a booming bagel biz. He just was like, I wonder if I could put a pizza in a bagel. It's going to leave you stuck today, Monday, February 20th, 2023. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today on a President's Day. Mm-hmm. You're off from work or school. We hope you are enjoying the long week. I think weekend. you're off, too. I am off. <laughs> I'm not here. Actually, I'm off as well. Yeah. Well, well, now look at there. These are not the anchors you're looking for. Are you here? You can go about your I don't business. know. Well, <laughs> I am. at this business. moment, I'm Al. I'm Chanel. Craig. And, and Dylan. That's right. And Thanks so, for joining us you know, this morning. It's, uh, today's President's Day. Yeah. A lot of folks may be watching us right now in a hotel room because they're, yes. they're oh, traveling. Uh, yeah. Do you say Happy President's Day? Is that, yeah. is that the I would think so. Yes, okay. Happy yeah, President's happy. Day. Why wouldn't you happy be happy? Pre- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you... <laughs> happy President's Day. Happy, happy President's Day, everybody. It's too loud. As you were saying. Hey, hey, are you my, okay? I'm yeah, turning my volume down. I was a little slow. Okay. I think you do need a short I do. So there was this article in BuzzFeed compiling tips and tricks from frequent Flyers, and, and we probably uh, do these. Yeah. For example, when you pack, do you fold or do you roll everything? I'm a roller. I'm a roller. roller. You know who taught yeah. me how to, to roll? Yeah. Kathy Lee Gifford. Really? We were on a, it was a Mamma Mia, the second uh-huh. musical. Anyway, and she saw that I was folding my clothes, and yeah. she was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, honey. Roll. This is how you yes. do it. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, she unrolls everything. Creates more space. And so, it's not wrinkled. Yes. There you go. Creates more or space I do too. the Marie Kondo way of folding shirts, and I slide it all in, so it's like all Oh, yeah. Just, well, and then notice Marie like Kondo says she's not doing this stuff anymore. She's got those kids now. She's like, nope. I've got those scene with that announcement. Buy your your things like shower gel stuff like that at your destination, so that yeah. you know. It's so you don't have to travel with it, and, and you don't have to pack you know, it. Check. So now, what about this next tip? What do you think about this one? Carry a power strip. You do this. I do that. I, I bring a. You ever travel that. with him? Like he's a walking like gadget like outlet. You do have a thousand he has wires. A lot so wait, you carry a power strip and a power adapter? Well, I, I have a, a block. Yeah. You know, that has like You've several. You've given me a, a gift yeah. as a gift, a yeah. block. It, it, he never runs right. out of power. No, ABC, always be charging. That's right. Uh, <laughs> always be closing. He actually right. plugs himself in. That's right. Exactly. And Here's one, and I okay. learned this the hard way. When you get to your room, turn on the shower. What? Make sure the hot water works because oh. there have been a number of times you get in, it's night, you're, it's late, and you've got you've been out, you go back to oh, your yeah. room, you turn on the shower, don't, don't, it's don't cold. Know how, really? Yeah. What hotels oh. you stay in it? Trust oh, me, I'm sure they're happens. nice. It happens. Huh. Okay. okay. So you're back home. So now we've got our clothes. Where here's a question. Mm-hmm. I, this should be interesting. I know we talked about this already. I'm ready. <laughs> how often do you wear your clothes before washing them? What do you mean, how often? So, like, do you wear jeans multiple times? And I say yes. Jeans are different. I wear jeans wear a couple jeans of times. Jeans you can wear a few times. Please. I even have the kids wearing their jeans a couple of times if they don't like. Yeah, because otherwise it's a waste. Okay, how about how about pajamas? 
Mm. I shower at night, so I'll wear my pajamas for like three nights before I switch into three the nights. Pajamas. I shower at night. Nice. I'm wearing clean. But after you take a shower, you're still rolling around in those jammies. You get yeah, all your dead skin person, cells. The average person perspires a cup of sweat every night. At the, night? At night. And and so I know you perspire. I smell them much. and they smell like the soap from the night before. That's not, <laughs> okay, that's I, in your well, mind. I think it also depends on how much you sweat. And, and you sweat. How do you, no, I don't. Always oh, cold. <laughs> My hands are ice cold right now. Well, that's because it's what's what's in your veins is ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> what about? I'm joking. It's a joke. I know it's, it's a joke. joke. So, I'm warm-hearted. Uh, you are warm-hearted. <laughs> Uh, what about you? I'm clean. No, your clothes. Oh. Your she clothes. sleeps in her clothes. No, honestly, I am trying to this year. I don't really wear pajamas. I wear t-shirts and shorts. Like I just. Okay. Or your clothes from the day. You don't well, sleep in your clothes. There are times where I'm so exhausted I fall asleep in my clothes. What kind of life are you living? A busy one. <laughs> where you I said even... the other day, I feel like sometimes my life is a treadmill, like 6.9. What are you, and George Jetson? <laughs> and I just want to push the pause button and straddle you the treadmill You sleep in your work clothes sometimes? Every once in a while I fall asleep. You know that's nasty. <laughs> okay, so it's on purpose. I'm tired. The the, the rule yeah. is anything that comes in contact with your skin. Like that's a good rule. Underwear, socks, things. Man, like you that. think well, you know people, and then you day. start talking to them about stuff. <laughs> Y'all are just ugh. okay. <laughs> the skeevies. Well, just you, this happened. This is coming yes. up just in time. Yes. An article in the Cut asked. No. Do you know how to behave? <laughs> well, it's knowing like, and doing are two different things. Behave in life in general? Well, like, in like, like everyday You know etiquette. what? This is a very good question because there are a lot of adults who don't know how to behave. And it's yes. too late. You're cooked. And it's too late. No, seriously. Okay, dinner plans. Yeah. And we were talking about this the yeah. other day. You know, uh, uh, you, you prep for a dinner. You're yep. going to have some people over. Yep. They cancel. Oh. When? When is the cutoff for the cancel? It's oh. got to be before. It's got to be before you start prepping and buying. So I'd, yes. I'd say, you got to give me at least six, seven hours. So two o'clock. Well, I was oh, say I'd like, say earlier than that. I was going to say twenty-four hours because I've already purchased the food. Yeah. For the next day. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it, the cut to two p.m. Two p.m. is the cutoff. Is the cutoff. I'd say if, earlier than what that. if you're meeting at one p.m.? Well. I think it should depend on how much money you spend on the food. Yeah. Listen, it happens. It It happens. Here's another one they said. Never wake up your significant other on purpose. That's that's a rule? I don't know. Last night alone. I like the baby mo- like I can hear the baby on the monitor. I've got Ollie on me, I've got Bosco on me, and I just hear the baby monitor. And I'm like Bosco's the dog. Are you okay. gonna get up? Okay, I think that's a different that's a different <laughs> Like no. get up. I You're mean, waking Brian like, up? Yes. I, I, think, I can't get up. Because you couldn't get up because you were sweating was, so much in those pajamas. Because I've got six <laughs> yeah. different Because you're sweating with a dog and two kids. Yeah. That's a lot. You the fish should have gotten up. You're right. Ollie comes in, the dog is there. But you know why that is. In the middle of the night, they don't want dad. They, yeah. That's what he said. They want and then like, he rolls and back then over. Well, that's the excuse. Bloody murder because because Brian goes in and I have to get that's up a lot. Anyway, if you sl- nothing against, I'm sure a lot of people sleep with dogs, but if you sleep with Bosco, you should probably wash them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't dog people though. Oh no, we've got a dog. I just, you know, that's a good and, point. And so we, you're wearing the same pajamas three nights in a row with two kids and a dog in the bed. Bosco just got groomed. <laughs> what about the kids? <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> I'm learning a lot. Yeah. I think it's actually more than we need to know. <laughs> Unfortunately. You, you're, you're, way, mic, okay, you're hitting your microphone. Okay, here's one. Okay. Do you consider yourself a multitasker? Yes. 
You don't have, don't have a every, every mother does. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm not. I'm not a multitasker. Most men aren't. Okay, well here's the deal. Yeah, no. Our attention disgusted around. <laughs> no, because mo- most like, men aren't. If, if, you, if I ask you to go get me that thing over there, and on your way, can you stop and grab this? It's like your brain shuts down. It's like no, you just told me to do that. <laughs> do you want me to do this or do you want me to do that? Well, I mean, depends on what you ask me to get. I mean, sometimes it's what easier to just study? focus on one task. What does the study say? We're going to do therapy sessions Sorry, after the show. I didn't We're bringing your husband in for you, a you, session. You, you didn't get much sleep no, last night. No, I thought it was a bad night. You really <laughs> didn't. So it's about, it's about our attention span. Okay. It's gone from, <laughs> in 2004, two and a half minutes to today, 47 seconds. I can believe that. And you I know why that, that is. Yeah, phones, our phones. It's I actually, not to, things. you know, yeah. veer off topic, but I do worry For about, screen our, time. about screen our kids. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No I mean, just the concept of attention span. I mean, they just, they dealt with it. Even when you try to reel it in, mm-hmm. they have tablets, they have monitors. Mm-hmm. I mean, their whole lives. Right. I don't know. Which is we'll why see. dinner time has to be screen, screen free. free. Screen free. I, 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 always, I always marvel when we go out to dinner and we see a family. Literally everybody's on a, on on a phone or an iPad. The kids are on an iPad. Like, why, why did you even you go out? You know what out? I enjoy more seeing good, like when I go out? Like a couple that's been married for like 30 or 40 years. Just sitting in silence. silence. <laughs> just, he's you know heard all of her stories. She's heard all of his stories. It's, they just, it's they a cone of silence. They eat they like an hour. They like the companionship, but they don't want to talk. Right? <laughs> well, see, it, well, you know, it's funny because I'll start telling Deborah store something at home. Goes, Save it for dinner. <laughs> We've run out of things. I've got to save stuff. You have to save it for dinner. Save it for dinner. Save it for dinner. Don't use your best material, sweetie. You know, I'm not, you know, that's been, so oh, funny. Excuse me, sweetie. You know, I've been working, workshopping this with some friends at lunch <laughs> to see if it works. And now, uh, so I've really honed this act. So I'm saving it for dinner. Save it for dinner. And it's you know the what's best funny? stuff. The last tip if you go to dinner with someone and they've said a story that you've already heard. Oh, what do you do? Do you see what the rule is there? Do you let them Two seconds. You get two seconds. seconds. Oh, yeah. You, you, if you, you don't cut them off after two seconds and say, oh, you told me that already. Yeah. And you got to listen. And here's here's one you're never going to get if you go to dinner with Craig. Fighting for the check. <laughs> so, so you you should all agree in the beginning what you're going to do or like I do, I go to, I make an excuse to go to the bathroom. It disappears. And I give, and I give the waiter the, the credit card. So, okay. Uh, coming up, Craig is going to introduce us to an impressive young athlete with an important goal. How she's empowering other kids by opening up about her own life and then later a bagel prize, bagel place with the right stuff as the third hour of today continues. So Boom! <laughs> How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Well, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last Crunch Berry. No! No one steals my crunch berries. I think you mean my crunch berries. Choose your own crunch venture with Captain Crunch. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. 
Back now with our series, The Upside. Recently, I had the chance to talk to 13-year-old Reagan Bischoff. She may be young, but she's already setting an example for other kids and adults by showing them the power of persistence. The goal is to be able to help other people figure out how to do things even when it's challenging. Meet Reagan Bischoff, a hardworking eighth grader at school who also plays trumpet, hangs out with her bestie, and plays lacrosse, a sport she's loved since first grade. Good job, Reagan! With lacrosse, all my teammates are really, really supportive. Reagan is not just any 13-year-old defending the goal. After brain surgery at two months for a seizure disorder, she was diagnosed with cerebral palsy, limiting use of the left side of her body, including her left hand. But Reagan refuses to let this incurable, yet treatable condition stop her from chasing her dreams. Reagan, for, for folks who, who don't understand, what is it like living with, with cerebral palsy? Living with cerebral palsy is a big difference from living without it. You won't be able to do certain things like uh, cut fruit or being able to button jeans. I always had a hard time doing those things until I found certain tools. I never say I can't do it. I say, how can we figure this out? To help mobility, Reagan often wears a wireless medical brace in her left leg. Danielle, I would imagine that you have to be quite proud. Yeah, absolutely. Reagan really works hard. There's a lot of things that we uh, throw her way, and we don't ever let her say no. Reagan's mission is to inspire young people with similar disabilities to simply go for it, even with everyday tasks. So she created the video channel Throw Lefty last year. Most of the time at school, I get asked, what is wrong with your hand? Why do you have this? The hardest part is helping her navigate some of the challenges at school with regards to bullying or with regards to questions. Reagan, tell me about this YouTube channel. My coaches would always yell at me, throw lefty, throw lefty, and I couldn't. I would always get so frustrated with myself. And so one day I figured it out. I had to switch to my left side. So that's why it's called throw lefty. What are you trying to accomplish with, with the videos? I was like, dad, I really want to be able to dry my hair by myself. We found a clamp that would clip to my counter, and then I would clip the hairdryer into the clamp. Not just drying your hair, though. I mean, we're talking cutting apples, tying shoelaces. Yeah, I'm trying to help other kids be more positive and more confident with themselves. While raising awareness, Reagan was among people's Girls Changing the World in 2022 and was honored by Virginia-based nonprofit Brain Injury Services, where she's received support. My parents always remind me to, to focus on what I can do rather than what I can't. We couldn't let Reagan go without a well-deserved surprise. Who are some of the players that you've enjoyed watching? I like watching UNC Taylor Moreno because she's really good. Moreno helped University of North Carolina women's lacrosse capture its third national title last year and is currently a pro playing for Athletes Unlimited. I think we have a, a special guest. Taylor, you are you here? Oh. Hey, Reagan. <laughs> Reagan, meet Taylor. I can only imagine the pressure of being a goalkeeper in your situation and to see the work that you've put in is an inspiration. Reagan, what do you think? You're really cool and I think you're a really good goalie. On behalf of myself and some of my guys at Nike Lacrosse, 
Um, we're going to be sending you um, a signed Athletes Unlimited jersey. We got some brand new Nike goalie gloves. Thank you so much. Thanks for being such an inspiration to so many. So y'all check this out. Mm. We, we really love this moment. Taylor stayed true to her word. But she actually went one step further. She went to Reagan's school Aww. and she surprised her, hand-delivering the gear on behalf of herself and Nike. Taylor isn't a paid Nike athlete, but they, they support her with equipment. And after our story aired, Reagan's YouTube subscribers nearly doubled. Oh, that's, that's so great. So, so go give her a follow. I love that. On All right. Good. Well, coming up next in our series Generation Next, another impressive teenager being honored for her heartfelt words. You're going to love this. How She's hoping to bring about change in her community through poetry. But first, a couple who left their careers to do the unthinkable, make bagels even better. Mm. Heard our today. It can right be now. done. <laughs> it can be done. This morning in our series, Food for Thought, we're going to talk about a breakfast staple, but mm. you've probably never had them like this. I recently learned about this couple behind Moonrise Bagels in upstate New York, how they found out how they could see a need for a <laughs> twist on the classic bagel. Pizza, bacon, egg, and cheese, buffalo chicken, I mean, you name it, we can probably put it in a bagel. For partners Ali Chetkoff and Jeremy Rhodes, it's what's inside that counts. We didn't set out to just make stuffed bagels and to start a business. I mean, it was really something that he had an idea and then almost became bigger than us. After meeting in 2015 and falling in love, Allie and Jeremy made New York City their home. I wound up working for Union Square Hospitality Group, which is the restaurant empire that Danny Meyer built and worked in some amazing restaurants, got to learn so much about operating restaurants and like how to build them financially. I ended up doing media relations for fast growth startups. But when the pandemic hit, the couple left city life behind for Woodstock, New York. Allie likes to brag a bit because I started baking two months before the pandemic started and got a couple really great cookbooks and worked my way through those and bagels were one of those recipes. On New Year's Eve 2020, a whole new idea was born. Jeremy was making pizza dinner for New Year's Eve dinner and prepping bagels for a bagel brunch for like New Year's Day. And he made way too much sauce. And I just looked at him, I was like, what are you gonna do with all this extra sauce? And he just was like, I wonder if I could put a pizza in a bagel. It didn't quite work, but I mean, it obviously tasted delicious. And then he just became like obsessed. Jeremy experimenting for nearly six months in their tiny upstate apartment, sharing the process on Instagram. It all kind of started to, to work every time I did it. Um, you know, it's just like repetition with anything. It just all started to come together. We didn't go into it thinking this was going to be something, it was just, fun and friends and family enjoyed eating them until someone wanted to buy them. Soon, the couple was doing pop-ups at local bakeries. And by December 2021, Moonrise Bagels officially opened its doors. We've done over 20,000 stuffed bagels since we opened, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. The menu has staples like the pizza stuffed bagel, Philly cheesesteak, and the Reuben. Plus, monthly and seasonal specials. The bacon, egg, and cheese is by far our best-selling flavor. 
The most challenging bagel to make has been the peanut butter and jelly. We're happy to say that we finally did it and it's now on our menu, but it was keeping me up at night. For April Fools this past year, we decided to take pictures of a hollowed out bagel with chips covered in salsa and see if anyone would want it. And lo and behold, people were really into it, as disgusting as the pictures looked. And it was honestly like a big testament to our brand identity that people were like, we'll try anything that you guys do. And while the response has been warm all around, the best part of the journey, baking it all up together. I don't think I could have done it without her. It's really fun. Like there's a lot of challenges, but we get to do it together. So can't complain about that. Hey, guess what? Good news. Moonrise Bagels now shipping nationwide using Gold Belly. Whoa. After our story first aired, they said their sales increased in their shop by 50%. Oh Some God. people <laughs> driving from hours away to just get a taste. The power of the third <laughs> hour. It was worth it, though. It and good. it's totally worth it because those bagels were delicious. They were really good. You yeah. like a good bagel. I do. Uh, Yum. It's hard to find Who doesn't? a really good bagel. And then you stuff it with delicious stuff and <laughs> we're good to go. All right, coming up, we are going to introduce you to a sisterhood of students who call themselves the Nerdettes with their mission to get more girls involved in STEM. Then it's She Made It, the woman who made the leap from international model to CEO. What inspired her to launch her own beauty brand? We'll be right back. We are back now with a sisterhood of young women who call themselves the Nerdettes. I recently met the all-girl robotics team to hear about their passion for STEM and find out how they're building something special for the future. It's not just about building a robot, it's about building your character. High school student Emily King is a part of the Nerdettes, along with Ellen Vegarita, Sydney McMurray, Haley Holsenback, Lily Sullivan, and Megan Quinn. And so we have our arm that we can go up and down and grab cones with. Forming an all-girls robotics team in Huntsville, Alabama. This squad bonded because of Emily, who started robotics 10 years ago. I really didn't like it at first because that I was on a co-ed team and the boys didn't want the girls doing robotics. They wanted them doing posters and I wasn't interested in that. So that's when we went to an all-girls team throughout my Girl Scout troop and it's just grown since then. How did it change once you created this all-girl team? Well, what mostly changed is that there's no judgment in an all-girls team. Like, there's nobody thinking that the girls can't do what somebody else can do because we're all girls. We all know that we have the same capabilities and that we can all do the same jobs. Such an important message to get out there. Some of our brains are really good at math and science and robotics, and it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy. Is that kind of the message? It's not that girls are better at robotics than boys, and it's not that boys are better at robotics than girls. It's that we can all do the same things, and I don't think that's always seen that way. The Nerdettes are part of the FIRST Robotics Program, which stands for For Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology. It's a nonprofit organization geared for all young learners from pre-K through 12th grade. Currently, there are more than 500,000 students across 98 countries who compete at different levels with robots they've built and programmed. And last year, the Nerdettes' determination took them all the way to the world championship in their league, proving that girls want to have fun in robotics. I think it just brings a shock to all the other teams when we do robotics. They don't make it as fun as it could be. You know, we go in there, we go in there with our colors and our music and the pink and we're all girls and we're fun and we're loud. And I just think that that's 
different out there. Autonomous starts in three, two, one. Besides technical and programming skills, the girls have learned more about themselves throughout the process and built up their own sisterhood. Made such great friends that I'll probably be friends with for a very long time. <laughs> learned about yourself as as you compete in these competitions from this from these competitions i've definitely been able to voice myself a lot better i used to be like very very shy and so i learned confidence and i learned just to have enthusiasm for all of it. I love getting out there and getting to talk to businesses and companies and like talking about my team. Before robotics, like there's no way that I would have gotten up and talked to the people that I do now. Presenting ourselves and I've learned that that's something that I really like to do. And they're even sharing their spark for STEM with younger students too, who call themselves the Gear Girls. We like to think of the whole team as like our younger sisters and we like to help them out and just get them started in STEM and hopefully encourage them to go down the path of STEM. <laughs> and why do you think it's important to, you know, be an example for, for younger girls? I think we just want to encourage that out there more. If you don't hear about girls in robotics, there's nothing wrong with being in a STEM field. It can still be girly. They just have so much fun doing this. And since our story aired, the Nerdettes spoke to a large group of rocket scientists and space lovers at the National Space Club. And they have a busy couple of weeks coming up competing in state competitions in Arkansas and in Alabama. That's so awesome. I love that they're also, they're also embracing their, their nerddom. They're <laughs> yeah. themselves they're the leading into it. I know. Yeah. 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 They'll be yeah, our leaders of tomorrow. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, now from science to poetry for our series Generation Next, I recently met a teen from the Bronx who was just named New York City's Youth Poet Laureate. So we met up with, at a place that is so special to her to talk about inspiration, activism, and the future. This is the year that every black girl on the block lets their hair out to speak with the sun. And the concrete sings a gospel tune with two swinging ropes on beat. On the streets of the South Bronx, 18-year-old Stephanie Pacheco can easily find poetry. So has your family always lived in the Bronx? Yeah, for, for decades and decades and decades and decades. This place is very sacred for me. So tell us where we are now. We are currently in the Grand Concourse Library. This library is very special to me because it's, it's where I grew up. But you have to come once in a while. Yeah, I will, I will. This library is where she wrote the poem that crowned her New York City's Youth Poet Laureate. This year's 2023 Youth Poet Laureate, it is Stephanie. The competition is a local branch of the National Youth Poet Laureate that made Amanda Gorman a household name. In collaboration with the Urban Word Program, it awards young writers and leaders who are committed to honing their craft and creating change in their communities. What went through your mind when you heard, you know what, congratulations, this is your title? My gosh, I think I still haven't processed the moment. I was just so excited to like be a part of this legacy and be a part of this community of poets. The winning poem called On Surviving House Fires pays homage to her hometown. Tell them how they set our neighborhood on fire and tried to turn us into ash. Then tell them how we coughed through the smoke anyway and survived. What do you want people to take away from that specific poem? It's important to acknowledge 
trauma and hurt and, and, and violence. And it's also important to acknowledge joy and survival and all the beautiful things that we are because we carry more than just grief. Stephanie started performing poetry only three years ago, inspired by her advocacy work in high school. We have done this before, turned ruin into rhythm. It, it was something about poetry and the delivery of the poet that spoke to people and spoke life into people like nothing else could, it seemed. The issues she cares about most, educational inequity and community access. Funds is something that I worry about and keeping our libraries open, our community centers open and our schools funded. There are people who say these same things, but they're not living it. And it's very clear to me, you've lived it. Yeah, advocacy and activism is, is life's work. We free ourselves. It's work she continues to do and hopes to pass on to the next generation. I want young people who resonate with me and my story and my identity to look at me and know that there is no limit. When you say your story, what's your story? She grew up in the Bronx, wasn't given much, didn't have much, but made something anyway. So may all of our forgotten people know abundance and may every disempowered soul with wrists all bruised and blistered claim their existence to be righteous and take their freedom into their own hands. Stephanie is currently part of a group that hosts a weekly youth open mic here in the city, hoping to encourage other young people to share their talents. Such a talent. So many talented young people, right? Yeah. So good. All right. Ahead and she made it a model turn CEO, leaning on family traditions and her culture to create her own beauty brand. Then later, a brotherhood connecting with each other and nature. We'll go along for a hike to see how they're finding comfort high above the California coastline. We'll be right back. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean foot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last Crunch Berry. No! No one steals my Crunch Berries. I think you mean my Crunch Berries. Choose your own Crunch Venture with Captain Crunch. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet. Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film The Aviators now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. This morning, and she made it a model who launched her own beauty brand. Earlier this year, Today Lifestyle and Commerce contributor Jill Martin Brooks found out how every product is inspired by her culture. In my career, everyone told me I could only have one path and be very good at one thing, and I just never wanted to limit myself. For international model Pritika Swarup, Beauty starts from within. I really just wanted to bring Indian beauty to the forefront of the industry and to all women. Pritika is the founder and CEO of Proxy Beauty, 
an Indian-inspired skincare line that emphasizes Ayurvedic rituals passed down from her family. If you think of Ayurveda, you think of skin and soul, because if you're not feeling good on the inside and you can't glow and you can't be the best version of yourself. Growing up in Virginia, Pritika was set on becoming an eye surgeon, just like her dad, until a family trip changed everything. I was scouted as a model at Disney World. It was just like such a shock because that was never something I thought I would do. How did that happen? Mickey Mouse was like, you're beautiful. No, there was a model scout. It was just kind of a very smooth approach. Like, hey, have you ever thought about modeling? We were like, no. And then kind of looked into it more and realized it could be a huge opportunity. So at 17 years old, Pritika moved to New York City and made the leap into modeling, all while attending Columbia University and graduating with a degree in finance. But while working as a model, Pritika noticed a gap in traditional Indian brands that were accessible to a Western audience. So what did you feel like wasn't represented? I think that Ayurveda and just in general just feels very foreign and intimidating and basically it's a science of life. So Pritika set out to create a skincare brand that married both worlds. Western beauty is all about addressing like physical concerns, you know, whether it's hyperpigmentation or acne and then in India, it's all about feeling good on the inside. Pritika dove into research, meeting with women in India, and learning more about the herbs that are utilized in Ayurveda. And with her personal savings, she launched Prakti Beauty in September 2021. Where do you start with ingredients? Well, I grew up with these remedies and rituals and using a couple key ingredients that I just like love the most. Like what? So, I mean, ashwagandha, turmeric, these are ingredients that I would be making like mass in the kitchen with my mom. So just growing up with her helped set that foundation. Your family must be so proud of you to take what you learned growing up. There must be such a sense of pride. Yeah, my parents are very excited and happy and they're really my biggest cheerleaders. Like my mom, I mean, she's just always so excited to try the next product. And so was I. Davy Detox Purifying Face Cleanser. So Devi means divine in Hindi. It has this beautiful jasmine aroma, pretty polish. Okay. So you have this sativa rice powder. That is amazing. It's also important for Pritika to give back. As a global ambassador for Operation Smile, a nonprofit that helps children with cleft conditions all over the world. There was just something very important for me to just be able to spotlight what these children are going through so that people understand that they need to be included and just embraced in society because they're beautiful. The model and entrepreneur is proving that she can do it all and she's just getting started. We want to inspire women to fearlessly pursue multidimensional lives and let them go out and do everything they can do. Ah, uh, Jill, thank you. I always love mm. that she made it. You yep. know? Great. Uh, by the way, the business is growing. In fact, uh, Procti Beauty just launched a brand new serum today. Oh, nice. Right. There you go. Coming up, our series, Brotherhood. We're gonna head out on the trail with a group of men coming together for much, much more than a simple hike. Third hour of today, right back after this. Back now with a story about brotherhood and nature. There's an organization in California called Black Men Hike. They promote mental and physical health by bringing black men together in an environment a lot of them haven't experienced before. NBC's Steve Patterson recently laced up his hiking boots to find out what it's all about. Amid the serene beauty of the Santa Monica Mountains, where the lush hillside gives way to the sea, an unconventional gathering 
Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Okay, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, welcome to Black Men Hike. Nearly 60 black men here for something hard to find in the brick and mortar of Los Angeles. Black Men Hike is a safe space for us to kind of enjoy nature, enjoy each other, and uh, just, you know, uh, fellowship. In 2017, Jelani Natty, an accountant by trade, moved to Los Angeles from Akron, Ohio, and at the urging of his wife, ventured out onto the trails of Southern California. <laughs> at first I was hesitant, and as I started to hike, I started to feel something. I started to feel recharged, um, I started to feel lighter, and it was something that I wanted to kind of share with my community. In 2019, he invited five friends to go hiking and began Black Men Hike. Thank you for coming to our last hike of the year. Each month, on the first Saturday, a group gathers in a different location in Southern California. I would suggest you, if you are a brother of a certain age, you might want to do a little bit of stretching before we get started. Introductions are made and intentions are set. I come to this really for the fellowship. And then the group sets off. Are you enjoying this hike, the nature? It's wonderful. Muita Hayden spends his days at the Los Angeles City's Attorney's Office, but for Black Men Hike, he's an yeah. ambassador. We didn't realize how important it was for all of us to have some time to spend with each other. We didn't realize how important the interconnection between each other really was. And it's not just about community. In a society where black men often struggle with high blood pressure, depression, and higher rates of stress and isolation, it's a chance in like company to nourish mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. Hikes often begin as a jovial march, but as you duck under trees, navigate winding narrow trails, and go up, up, and up, you realize that this hike is not the proverbial walk in the park. It's for real. <laughs> this is not... <laughs> This is not a like leisurely hike. And that's on purpose. The exertion and the environment quickly strip away any pretense and inhibitions. How are people feeling so far about this? Starting to regret it a little bit, huh? Can't go back. Can't go back, though. Can't go back but after more than an hour heading up, the payoff. Oh my god, this is why I got out of bed. <laughs> All right, fellas, we made it to the top. Clap yourself up. A sense of accomplishment, a moment to meditate. You gotta take a deep breath in, breathe out. Deep breath in, like in the view. And a breathtaking view. What do you love most about doing this? I think um, with a lot of things that's going on in the world, sometimes, um, particularly for black men, it, it becomes challenging. Um, so, you know, the opportunity to come out here and for us to, you know, meditate and have conversation and hold each other accountable, I think it's just a powerful moment for us to, uh, really connect. It's an outdoor fraternity, a tribe. What do you think draws people to this experience? The fact that there's not a lot of safe spaces for black men to congregate and get together and talk about the things that they go through. Um, and it's just an opportunity to unplug. Finding in nature something that can be difficult to find at home. To have an opportunity to do it with a bunch of black men, I think that is the draw. And then the brotherhood that it creates, man, it's priceless. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Black Men Hike! Steve, thanks so much. Good Again, deal. And a Black Man Hike recently celebrated black history with a unity hike. Mm. And beginning next month, they're starting a youth program working with That's foster great. kids in That's the awesome. L.A. area. That is Good. terrific. Mm -hmm. Third hour of today, I'll be right back. And that is our broadcast on this president's. All right, tomorrow on the third hour of today, we have a music superstar, Pink, performing oh, live. Really? It's a big star. <laughs> 
I love how you just kind of downplayed it. Nick. Hoda and Jen are coming up next. Uh, we will see you back here tomorrow. Have a Have fantastic a rest of your Bye -bye. holiday. That's big. Yeah. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean Lefoot. <laughs> and he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away. Throw our last Crunch Berry. No! No one steals my crunch berries. I think you mean my crunch berries. Choose your own crunch venture with Captain Crunch.